up like a lipstick thing, but it's just a disposable uh, vape that is bad for the environment. Um, I got two vapes. <laughs> Welcome to Spicy Magic Vibes, everyone. It's a funny start. It's funny. Uh, so we're going to do a live TikTok thing while we uh, record a fun episode. If you guys want to listen to Spicy Magic Vibes, uh, you'll get to hear uh, this episode. Obviously not the weird get in the show ready stuff. That uh, <laughs> that part will be gone and you won't hear stuff about me picking my butt until right now. And I'm going to message a bunch of people and be like, we live. No, Mango, go oh, away. Mango, no. Finesse yourself away. <laughs> Finesse. Just push him. Push him to the ground. I, I pushed him down and now he's just chilling. Oh. I, I pushed him into a laying down position. <laughs> That's what we do to him in bed. So uh, we've talked about this. We'll always talk about my orange son, my cat Mango. Um, he is such a cuddle bug. Like Justin's had him for so long. And so he's very like, I love to be held like a boy, like a baby. Um, and so I just can push him and he is part of my body. I kind of sometimes wish I had a kangaroo pouch. Um, that's not important. Just well, to hide like martial arts equipment. Also, and yes, and protect my son at all costs. And protect your son with the martial arts equipment. Yes. I I just need him to just chill just like this. You can just, we can exist in the same area. Like, oh my his God. His paws are so close to me. <laughs> I have to like scoot my, oh God. I have to scoot I'm, my I'm shit away. Him. I'm going to come get him. Ah, sorry. My kid is so handsy. He He's so close, but he I'm like, you're mom. fine. I'm sure I'm just a warm motherfucker. Hi, I'm a, I'm a wan. I'm a warm ass nigga. <laughs> and that's exact. I, that's my grand theory is that the cat's so attracted to my warmness that he's just like, mm, he's like a fireplace. He's very upset. I'm a consensual fireplace. Uh, what's up, y'all in the in the in the comments? What's up, Abby? Does art? What's up, fifty fifty eight one eight? So we just talked about like slightly me having um, a pouch, and then if I had martial arts weapons. Here's the thing: I love anthropology, <laughs> and I love. <laughs> the study of weapons no but for real like if i was to be like a person super into having weapons on the reggies um like what the fuck what sentence did i just say that was stupid <laughs> weapons on the reggies if i had weapons that were my choice of weapons hello son i would be totally very much into katanas and i feel like that goes without saying hi fuck yeah yeah katanas are fucking sick hey, i have one i watched kill bill once and a bunch of other kung fu movies and Spaghetti westerns and animes. So, I want a sword. So I, I, I can. T- I, I'm gonna put you on. I got mine from an anime convention. Of course you did. And it was very easy. Like whenever people bring up the gun control debate conversation, I always throw that into the mix. Where like I went to, like I said, a convention, went to a seller, and then literally, like, and was like, hey. I will. Uh, I'll totally buy one of these. Is it sharp? Is it? Can I? Can I fuck somebody up with Does it? Does it fuck with the war? <laughs> <laughs> Little dicky. And and, <laughs> and yeah, I just straight up bought it. I was nineteen at the time. Why would you not? Every kid. I didn't the need minute, a. I didn't like, need a license or nothing. Sorry. Yeah. No. I when I was eighteen, I got fucking ninja stars at a place that definitely had no say in Asian culture. But you know what? They was selling it. They were selling it, and I bought a ninja style. I couldn't afford the nunchucks. I wish I knew how to effectively use ninja stars. I'm sure there are some people that do, but 
I am not one of them, and I wish I was. Can we talk <laughs> about all the hot e-girl anime hotties who just like um, have really cool custom fucking like ninja stars, and they're always like pastel, like matte colored, like look like Easter, but for like it's like weapons, but cute. And I'm like, oh, man, like I'm about that. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I love it so much. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie, there's been times I look at pocket knives and I want a pastel pink one. And when I talk about it, I sound like Samantha Jones from Sex in the City and I don't think it's attractive. I think I'm being a fucker. A lot of Instagram hotties that I follow have pink maces. Oh, so like That's matte the, pink? Like, yeah, that 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 Barbie pink. I love that. I don't I like so as like a retired goth kid till I die, emo kid, like if you will. I had everything black in my life and it now just now observing color because mostly because I have tattoos and I'm like, no, put like, I'm fine. I can put on some color. But bitch, years of repressing how much I love pink and yellow. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I want, I don't even drink that much. I want a pink flask. Mm. Oh, I'm gonna pink sword. I've never had any, a flask or anything like that. I would love... I would love like a I, I when I was a freshman at, at UND I did have pink sheets. Yeah, I definitely had I the face the face you gave was just like, um, bitch. Yeah, I definitely had yourself. I definitely had pink sheets, uh, and they had skulls on them. They were affectionately known or making fun of me. I really don't give a fuck either way. Known by many people on campus that have been to my room as my. That, that went to my room as my Avril Lavigne sheets. <laughs> oh, my. Yes, actually. I would have been really jealous, actually, because those are expensive. Freshman, I'm not going to lie. We've talked about this on the on the podcast about how I I sometimes wish I was attracted to dudes because it would complete my bisexual personality, but I'm not attracted to dudes. You don't make your dick wiggle. My freshman <laughs> dorm room was very suspect. So Let you have... Paint- bisexual energy but no not a bisexual i feel like you'll have a bisexual wife like that's probably what's gonna happen like shaft um that's probably <laughs> uh no because like this let me break this room down avril lavigne bed sheets top sheet was a pokemon sheet that had johto and kanto pokemon on it um it was very nerdy uh i'm about it but for those for those of you that think in years no 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 further than 2003 Think, think like that. If you stop getting into Pokemon in 2003, that's about the, the amount of Pokemon on this bed sheet I had. Um, I had a stuffed penguin that I would sleep with because me and my friend that I was into, um, that's a whole thing. But we found it on the side of the highway, so I would sleep with that sometimes. And a bunch of theater posters, which is already its own stereotype. There's so many things, Daryl. It's a lot. Daryl. And that was one half. That was That was a quarter of the bedroom. That was just one. That was half of my side of the room. The other half was black nerd weeb shit. You're interesting. I hope so. You're like like a fruity gumbo. I'm like a fruity gumbo. It's like it's like uh, someone that sounds horrid. No, 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 no. Like I if just someone thought of strawberries and gumbo, and I was like, uh, uh, Ew, no. I bet pineapple would be fine. Uh, I mean, you can make it. You try. Okay, how about this? How about this? <laughs> I, I'm not saying I wouldn't try it. I'm just saying you you make it. Maybe you're just like a pineapple pizza. I'm cool with that. I'm barbecue sauce, though. 
And I got bacon and jalapenos. Funny that you we I just brought up pineapple pizza and you brought up barbecue sauce on the pineapple pizza. So I, I did that Tuesday show at Eddie's in Indianapolis. What what? Anywho, <laughs> that show's fun. That's fun. It is a fun. It's fun. It's fun. It like, gets it gets mad energy and it gets weird sometimes, but what Mike doesn't. So the best way I can describe to anybody who's ever been around a comedy scene in your area, you know, sometimes an open mic is really fun, but like a chunk of it is a lot of people either working on shit or they are just discovering themselves. But this is a room where they kind of just have you pick out topics and mm-hmm. you kind of riff. Um, people who are really good at improv fucking thrive. Hi, Daryl. Uh, and then there's comics like me who will die the first three times she does it. And then I'm fine. Um, she did way better than she's leading on. Thank she, you. Like, it, peop- here's the thing about any sort of mic anywhere. The laughs don't get aimed at the comic usually. And that's just... That sucks sometimes, like, because the laughs will go everywhere else in the room but towards the comic. And Mm -hmm. that just leaves the comic on stage like, man, I don't know if that was funny or if they're laughing at something else or. Is my fly down? Yeah. (laughs) Is a titty out? Like a whole titty? Anyway, this mic is very fun. And somebody brought up pineapple on pizza. I'm like, yeah, fucking do that shit. I highly enjoy. Like, I went on a very long thing about pineapple pizza like itself. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are just like, it don't belong on pizza. There's a lot of my friends who are living towards the east. They're like, that's not real pizza. You're being trash. And I'm like, watch your mouth. Bread, cheese, sauce, and maybe some pineapple and meat sounds fucking amazing. Like, f- hear me out. Take the pineapple before you put it on the pizza. Right. Fucking scorch that shit. Get a mm. little blackened, just a little bit. And then like some ricotta cheese. And like, obviously, mozzarella. Because I'm Ted Mosby. I was going to say, mozzarella. I was going to say, that's pretty much a pizza that I'm pretty sure I delivered a few times at Hotbox. I know, because I always get it. It's my favorite. And I also want to make note that when I do the mozzarella voice, I am not making fun of Italians. I am making fun of Ted Mosby. There's a difference. Yo, yo, Josh Radner, one day we will talk about how much Mello on the show is like a side (laughs) episode. But just quickly, Josh Radner, I wish he was in more stuff because he is... When I was looking at like the sort of like backgrounds of everyone on that show, he was like the second most like stacked talented person. Oh, he's got like back like 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 classically yeah, trained. Besides, like I was looking like I was literally looking at everybody's stuff and I was like, I mean, I get how the circumstances would lead to this, but obviously it was Neil Patrick Harris first. And then I thought it was going to be Allison Hannigan. And I was like, no, it was Ted. I was like, well, yeah, he's the main character. I guess he should have some type of clout in his actor's real life. And like in real life. And I was just like, holy shit, this motherfucker was stacked. I forgot he was in Han. Uh, he was in Not Another Teen Movie. Yeah. I was like, forgot about that. And I was like, man. We got to we gotta stop because we will talk about How I Met Your Mother. And that's not a side episode. I, I just wanted, yeah, I just, I just wanted to say, put some, put some respect on Josh Radner Dave. Josh Radner, I'm not going to lie. As a person, could get it. Josh Radner as Ted, I don't want to talk to you. Get the fuck away from me. You're being a dick. <laughs> I was gonna say, okay, last thing about having last before thing. we move on. If you if you were single, what season of Ted like would you get with? Like what season of how about your mother? Like what age? Because he was like. Because he was definitely going, he, he he was going through a lot in the show. But like, he's what? such a dill hole, though. Sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. Because you you because you do want to root for him because for the show's sake. But he it, it, he do he does go on an adventure. I um, let me think about this. Let me go. 
I it, it, I love that show so much. <laughs> I I think I would only make out with curly-headed college Ted Mosby. That's hilarious. Ted Mosby after that, I'm like, you could just go. <laughs> You're talking a lot. I don't, I'm obviously, I don't want anybody to be bullied. But, oh my God, I feel so much better. Oh. Like, you good? I was so cranky earlier. Because <laughs> I'm a fucking baby. I, God, that, yeah, that burp was heaven. What were we talking about for we were talking about how I met your mother? Uh, I was just saying, like, we were just putting respect on actors' names and uh, pizza. We were yeah, talking about pineapple pe- and pizza, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The hot box pizza with some Because you said I was interesting, and then you. Oh, yeah. Compared and then you, you just to pizza. dropped that, yeah. Because <laughs> I was not, talking about freshman college. I, I described you too. as Fruity Gumbo, and I. Fruity gumbo. That is my apologies. Oh, my gosh. You're better than that. How How's your How's your week been, Tenna? Better. Uh, I'm not going to lie, though. And actually, I was going to bring this up. What? Okay. Obviously, superheroes, we wish they were real. Right. That'd be fucking tight, but it's not the case. But what superpower do you have as a human that you just like, you're like, huh, I'm pretty good at this. I could have done without it. I could have done without it. Okay. that's. I, I have something. That's a great. Definitely stip- go first. That's a great stipulation. Hmm. Let me see. Like if I had a superpower, talent. but I could, I could go without this, but I'm, but I still like it. I like being able to. It's the thing you actually can do, though. Currently, you're like something I, that I can do currently. But you're like, I wish I wasn't good at this, but here I am. But I wish I wasn't good at this, but here I am. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna just keep. I, I think I think my poker face too good. You're like too good at lying. I'm I, my poker face. It's just my poker face too good, and I'll just let people assume whatever. And like I said, I'm, it's just I can just be stone cold. And that was before I went to theater school. So, OK, so this is definitely part of like childhood stuff. You're like, I can say face no matter what. But now it's like, I wish I could show my face. Yeah. Like I, I wish sometimes like I feel I'm scared that if I got a letter in the mail and it was legit real, I'd be scared if I got a letter in the mail and it was like, hey, you just want a free trip to Disney World and you won two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I would just be like, cool. And I wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> and I and I wouldn't just be like, oh my God, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. Like one time I found out I was going, I had a, the potential to go to on, on a trip to Australia, which I did end up going on. And like I kind of forced myself in front of my family to like have a joyous reaction because in my heart I was just like, cool. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I just didn't have that sort of reaction. So it's 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 a it's some I mean a lot a lot of people can relate to this you know just having to make that face make that, it work quick just make that face that that has to represent the moment it's not necessarily you but it's a face for the moment mm-hmm. so yeah that's interesting I um, really wish I didn't accidentally absorb people's feelings and people felt compelled to tell me all their secrets mm, mm. that's a good one one. I'm a gossip, but I don't mean to be. I, to be fair, the most if you hear this and you have told me some juice, I'm only telling Justin. Uh. <laughs> but man, there's sometimes I get told all of the information, like all of it. Um, like there's a few months back, one of our coworkers, like his wife had passed. She had been sick mm-hmm. for a while. 
And he didn't talk to anybody about it. Everyone who was close to him in the office went to go talk to him. He just like stopped one day in the break room. I was by myself. And he just talked about how he's like, I don't know how to talk to my daughter. She's a teenager and she, I'm not a mom. It's different. And he's like, it's been really hard because her parents are trying to be way too involved. I'm like, what the fuck? And all of a sudden I had all this stuff on my shoulders. He's like, thanks for listening. I'm like, you're welcome. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I just like felt all of it. And then recently one of my really good friends at work, uh, she's going through a breakup and man, I am absorbing all of it. Oh no. You ever hear somebody talk about a breakup? You're like, I felt this. Oh my God. I'm having a flashback right now. Mm-hmm. Everything you're telling me, I went through this. Mm-hmm. I went through it, man. I'm having just like listening all of it. And I'm like, I just want to listen to my murder podcast where I put in data. I I miss I miss kind of dealing with college breakup drama. Uh, Do you? Was, it's so unhealthy. It is really it's bad. fun to watch. It's it's fun to watch and it's fun to be like one to two steps away from the drama. Everyone I feel like a, a lot of us can agree. It's fun to be one to two steps away from drama, but being in drama, it's the worst. Like, mm-hmm. I remember um, back in college, two sort of like groups that I was a part of ended up having the same like ne- <laughs> like 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 girl that connected them and that they both like hated this girl. And it was so fucking hilariously infuriating when i discovered this connection so like hilariously infuriating is also a way of saying it's delicious okay so essentially i was a if you listen to this um podcast then you know i I was a theater major when i was in college i also was in gamers club at my college and both of you know two very different uh groups of people but very fun very fun to, you know, hang out with, you know, do club stuff. It was, it was awesome. It was really good. Really good time. One of the theater majors had a roommate and this girl was just a fucking asshole. <laughs> like she was just the worst kind of roommate. Like Ooh. whenever we would like go over and like party at their house, like we would have to hide like any liquor that someone maybe would like want to keep over there. And like she would have to hide her drinks or whatever because like this other girl would just try to like pull like a power move in some way using like some sort of like power from because she would be a part of like a, a school she's a part of like a school you know program and would take her liquor and then turn up with it <laughs> and and would just have like such a problem and then what was crazy was she dated a dude who was in gamers club and so I would hear about both sides of this story. And then at one point during Gamers Club, after like months, like months had passed at this point, I'm at Gamers Club and I think somebody else had somebody else came up to me, one of my buddies, and he had told me like, he was just like, hey, so how such and such, like we were talking about it from the Gamers Club perspective. And he says, hey, what's such and such theater major? What, what's she dealing with? And I was like, huh, what are you, what are you talking about? He was like, oh, oh, girl, that's that's her roommate, the theater major, right? And I was like, it's the same person? And my mind blew. I was like, oh, it's Thanos. Like, it's Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> it's the red door. It's L Street. That that's I swear it was it was so 
funny. Like, I <laughs> love those moments so fucking much. Sitcom moments. Your life was a sitcom for a moment. Because there was so much drama. Because uh, like, there was so much like shit going on. Like, like theater major department groups are pretty like pack like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you know. It, it, if somebody outside an apartment was fucking, was fucking with somebody, we would gang up. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, this is a bunch of theater majors. And in Gamers Club, you know, it was pretty click clicky. But same same way, if somebody yeah. outside apartment was doing some bullshit, we would gang up. And it was just funny seeing this one person in the middle of it just be, like I said, be the Thanos. <laughs> and I was like, what a weird way for these two groups to come together. I, when I was later on, like, on the on like the leaderboard for those i always like wanted to pitch I was, I was trying to pitch an event where we did like a rock band guitar hero battle of the bands event because the the und theater um uh honor society and the pride organization they would come together and do a drag show so i was like it'd be cool if like the theater group and the video games group did a battle of the bands i think that'd be with rock band and guitar hero i think that shit would have been great but no we got that girls drama <laughs> just like, like you know about that bitch yes like it was i'm, te- I'm telling you, i threw my hat like up across the basement of a building i was so like it's the same person just, just screaming threw. through the hallways there's kids in like classes having like an exam and they're being startled by someone there's, screaming someone with drama it's the same girl Oh, oh, in terms of people being startled, one time we filmed a, a sitcom my freshman year as well, and the the, the first semester. And while we <laughs> while we were filming one day, um, we didn't know that next to where we were filming was a dine not a dining hall, but like a a, a meeting hall in the student center and in the meeting hall was a bunch of high school kids taking the SATs. So, Glorious. So on the other side, we're just like, they just hear, and action. We're just like, man, I can't believe it's our homecoming dance. And they're just, and someone comes out the hall and it's just like, you can't be this loud. We are having a panic attack in here as a group. Go. Some kid is trying to get into brown and you're here. You need to go. You need to calm down, sir. I feel like one clicky behavior is always really interesting to me because mm-hmm. it's it's a human natural thing that happens where people are just like, oh, someone I relate to. You hate this. I also hate this. Or mm-hmm. we look the same. That's tight. And it's really interesting when you see it like as adults, like, huh. People will always do this. And there's always going to be one bitch like, I hate the clicks at work. I'm like, bitch, you have no idea that it's just going to always happen. <laughs> That's 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 science, that's science, that's science. Also, I think I've been someone's Thanos. I want to hear about this. How, how have you been someone's Thanos? Oh, it's it's like a weird thing. Okay, so like friends from like like since my childhood, like since I was like ten. I think I've talked about it before. You know, everyone's got that group of friends. You're just like, we ain't friends no more because I'm an adult and you guys didn't grow up. I'm done. So yeah. Um, those group of friends and at around the time I was like at my tail end of hanging out with them I was dating somebody um, and she sucked uh, so her and me broke up and I broke up with her twice uh, in a bad way like via text Whoa. I like her she was fucking rude <laughs> I, love, I love the gun the finger guns were shooting off was like, she was fucking rude <laughs> she was really rude. <laughs> she was an alcoholic <laughs> oh but anyway, anyway, no, like so right as I stopped hanging out with them, I also had been like 
we her and me we broke up not even breaking up we just weren't i didn't give it long enough to make it a real thing mm-hmm. and so i found out they all started hanging out without me and then uh another one of my exes who i this one i broke up with his face but also he was a real fucker that's all i'm gonna say about that mm-hmm because it's too long of a story but i think he was still friends with a lot of them and i just think about how like i don't hang out with any of these people anymore am i their super villain because i straight ghosted all of them like i was just like i gotta dip so i feel like i'm an asshole i mean sometimes you gotta sometimes you gotta disappear into the night and never return irish goodbye permanently (laughs) (laughs) but like not dead oh man i've never irish goodbyed a friend group like that but i've I've just returned the same energy. Yeah. Like I used to have um, some friend, a friend, like a friend group from high school. And then one friend kind of had moved away and then moved back and then moved away again. I think moved back again, maybe. Um, and we've talked a little bit, but we don't really talk like that anymore. And then I had another friend that had really pretty much stayed here. And then he somehow ended up with kids that I know are not his, but he's claiming is his because oh. hood shit. <laughs> and, and we have tried to hang out multiple times and he would he like one time he would like we, we were trying to hang out and he was like all right dog i'm on the way and i just got ghosted and then he just never hit me up on like why why come he, like wait what happened like it was like days or weeks later and it was for a bullshit reason i was just like bro like it wasn't even like that deep and then every time we try to hang out it was always like on some weird shit and it sucked because like i really we you know when you cling to people not cling to people but you know when you're when when you're weathering the storm together during a certain era oh yeah you, know, you want to honor that you think like you're supposed to almost like you, not obligated but you're like no we bitch we, we can't not be friends we've seen some i think shit. that is a yeah like i mean i think i think it is a little bit like you feel like you're obligated like you said just because like we we can't just waste this time that we had. So we we went through something. It's like a breakup. Important. Yeah. Like yeah, it's it's heartbreaking. It's a, a love withdrawal. And we t- I think we talked about this last time too. Just like that girl who sent in the email about like it's been fifteen years, but she a fucking bitch. Mm-hmm. Drop the bitch. Mm-hmm. And it is a weird moment. Like it's either a combination of like you're an adult and you realize you just like you know maybe we're in different spots. Or you can handle it poorly like me, where I just ghosted some people because I got fucking tired. I feel like, but also years of like not ever being comfortable to talk about my like my fifis. Wait, also my bad. I'm using the word fifis wrong. I found out what fifis is. My gosh, she's meaning her feelings. My feelings, but we all do. You know what it is? Well, I know multiple ways, but you go ahead and bust that that description. It's prison slang for uh, a homemade pocket pussy. Okay, yeah, that's what I knew it as from TikTok. Thanks, internet. Anywho, I was I talking about my feelings. Mm-hmm. No, I just uh, I didn't realize how uncomfortable I was talking about my feelings because I felt like if I brought up a confrontation, people would just attack me. Um, and sometimes that was the case. But like with those friends, like it felt like I was I knew if I said, hey, this hurts my feelings, it wouldn't have mattered. So I was just like, I'm gonna go. I'm a I like to be dipping and dapping and don't know what's happening. <laughs> show references all day the show probably doesn't make sense to anybody who's never watched these shows i feel like we should leave like an index for like (laughs) references that'd be intense like once once we finally make that jump to like having a a, like like a show like a, a an actual like video 
that goes along with it. That would be <laughs> that'd be fun. Like just having like a little sticker or something. Boom. Just, oh, how fun would that be? Just I every think, time I say something or you hear somebody like hurry quick. Hashtag community. Six seasons in a movie. I very much still think like of, of all the ones that we do have, we should have a Gambino counter. Oh, like, absolutely. Are you familiar, I'm very- like, are you familiar with um, Dragon Ball Z abridged or DBZ abridged? No. So it's it was made by Team Four Star. Um, and I, I heard about it on YouTube. Um, I remember seeing um, clips at anime conventions and then my friends that I got, you know, that I, that I, I got to know during college more. Um, they were more into it than I was. And I would watch videos when they were watching them. And uh, they essentially <laughs> they had a counter for um, the character Krillin on there. He he dies a fair a few a fair amount of times throughout the Dragon Ball canon and in the abridged which was like a cut vert a cut down comedy version of dragon ball z but they did voices over and it was it it was really famous on the internet for a little bit actually for a long bit not just a little bit um they they had a counter for however many times krillin got killed and i think i think burns also counted like the times he got roasted um, also counted as well, so I feel <laughs> I feel like we should have a Gambino counter, we and should. just that's whenever whenever we think of whenever you, I mention that it makes me think of the Krill and Kill counter. We definitely could not make it a drinking game; everyone would die. Uh, I tried to play the community drinking game by myself as a sophomore in college with a bottle of uh, Jack Daniels, and I had to stop. <laughs> that was foolish <laughs> because um, they did every rule in the cold open, and I was like, I'm done. I'm like, dead. I just picked the wrong episode. And what's funny is that I can't tell you what episode because that's, I think, part of the rules of the cold open. It was like, it was like, drink if the dean walks in the room. Drink if there's a pun. Drink if Troy and Abed do their handshake. Uh, drink if uh, Jeff roasts somebody. Drink if Pierce has something racist. And I was like, oh, my God. Was, oh, no. I think it was like, drink if, drink if Annie has cleavage. And I was like, why? Mm. man she's pretty um we did the drinking game for twilight uh every time is it it's jacob black's dad makes a constipated face oh my god every time edward cullen makes a constipated face every time Kristen uh stewart makes a dumb face oh my gosh every time you notice that the face makeup doesn't match the neck makeup Oh fuck! I'm dead. Every time the uh, neck is the truth. The <laughs> neck is the truth. Every time uh, Kristen Stewart stutters. Oh, this cold. I think. Fuck. Yeah. Um. Uh. Every time you see slight gaslighting. Mm, okay. Does mm-hmm. don't happen often. It's a fun game. I I, I like. Try that I don't want to say I like Twilight. I don't. I'll watch the fuck out of that movie though. That movie's trash. I love it. As we as we discovered last week um, on Spicy Magic Vibes, Daryl is Daryl was a gleek <laughs> in high school. Yeah, you and were. Daryl was also a fucking twihard because <laughs> <laughs> of course he was. Bi- it was vampires energy. And, it was vampires and werewolves. Man, I'm gonna tell you what. That's vampires are sexy, and I love vampires. <laughs> <laughs> I love True Blood. I love anything by Anne Rice, except for that Alien book. I didn't read that. I was gonna say, do you watch like the originals and True? Not not well, you said True Blood, but like the, the CW ones. No, 
I'm not a baby. I don't fuck, watch Vampire fuck, Diaries. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I couldn't remember the name of it. Vampire and the originals. Diaries. My mom watches that and I'm like, okay, I'll grow up. You're a teenager. No, excuse me, I watch Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's exactly, oh my gosh, so many of my friends watch those specific shows. And in my brain, I'm just like, um, what the fuck in the secret life of the American teenager bullshit is this? Grow the fuck, fuck up. And then I'm immediately like, time to go watch these reruns of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> <laughs> or fucking. <laughs> While I, oh, time to go hop in the car and listen to motherfucking Britney Spears. Oh my god. This gosh. is a story about a nigga named Lucky. Oh my, oh, she's so lucky. So it just, so I was like, I remember one point I was thinking that and I was about to say something out loud. And I was like, motherfucker, your favorite show is Kim Possible for four years of your life. Shut the whole ass fuck up. And I was like, all right, I'm a chill. I love Kim Possible. Um, Shigo did something. Mad bisexual energy. Mad bisexual energy. Her and the Yellow Ranger flipped a switch in my brain. I'm like, I (laughs) like hips. Which, which Yellow Ranger? The first one. Oh, Trini? Mm. Tight. Mm. Oh, yeah, rest actually. In, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Is she dead? Man, yeah. In real life, yeah. Um, uh, I can't remember her name in real life, but yeah, she definitely passed. And what's funny is that if you would have asked me this at any other point, I would know her name in real life because this fucks my I look whole up world some up. Power Ranger stuff. Before we get, dive into that, we sang a little bit of Lucky and you didn't fucking join me. It's fine. I'm sorry. I didn't realize it. Early morning. I mean, every morning. I wake up. She's knock, so knock, lucky. Knock, knocking on the door. Sorry. <laughs> I, don't know the, I don't know the words that well. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag see, free so Britney. Me, so you got me typing in lucky <laughs> instead of fucking Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Yellow Ranger. Dead? No. I- <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say question mark? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yes, the... The actress that played the original Yellow Ranger, um, she died in the mid to late 90s, I believe. That's uh, a real bummer. Oh, hi, people coming in. Um, I don't want to distract too much from the recording, so it doesn't sound like crazy anything. But uh, we are getting some people popping in and out, so that's exciting. Um, also, what the fuck? Yeah, and and what's what's interesting is just the um, the cast. Or, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce her name and i'm not let me see it it's and that i'm gonna say that i am embarrassed to say because i feel like i should toy train yeah i'm i'm not gonna i'm gonna spell it and then i'm gonna let you be the judge i like that first name t-h-u-y second name t-r-a-n-g and i'm gonna find out how to pronounce this by the end of the episode i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it because i gotta i gotta know how to do it but anyway, yeah, she did pass away um, 2001, actually. I was and, a, I was 10. Yeah, it, the, and it was, um, it, and I and I love how the fandom immortalizes her in mm-hmm. so much like fan art and fan work, um, and people, you know, you know, th- th- people really take to heart like nerd stuff like that, and and it's really endearing, like when people get together just to like create this bubble of imagination um, or like a layer of imagination over the world. And, you know, I feel like if it's not hurting anyone or hindering um, anything, you know, why not? Um, and I think sometimes like for me, it, 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 my, my layers 
or like my gauges are 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 fa- like they favor some things and then they you know sometimes don't favor others like like we we're just saying like i definitely had this judgy ass air of uh shit with the vampire diaries but then you know i was out in downtown indianapolis last week doing a superhero scavenger hunt with my friends and we were all like <laughs> roughly dressed up <laughs> we were roughly dressed up roughly and looking like hooligans that's really what if, yeah we were just hooligans running around in high 80 degree weather in multiple layers of clothing that's some nerd vibe that's some hot ass bullshit that's i some uh, hab some hot ass bullshit oh my god i don't like that i'm sometimes very elitist towards ner- nerdy things because i truly do not like vampire diary vampire diaries they like it fucking sucks but I will watch The Queen of the Damned multiple times, even though I know it's bad. I mean, you have a Queen of the Damned tattoo. I'm not here to fuck with it. I love it so much. It's basically a music video. And also Walia, R.I.P. And also that soundtrack is New Metal Come. I love it. Oh, shit. I forgot. I, that, that whole that whole time was a vibe that sound that whole era early 2000s music i actually was just uh so finn mckenty is a creator on youtube Mm -hmm. and he does breakdown lists and he did which genre is better um and it was between new metal and ska and he went through like the eras that it was most popularized and also ska's been around for like it's gone through changes the past like 50 years so it's a little hard to do new metal was such a significant part of its time between like the mid nineties to to like late to early two thousand ten. I love it so much. I also have a Lincoln Park tattoo. Hi, I am New Metal. Tweet. If New Metal, if New Metal had a face, it's this stupid bitch. Hi. Also, tweet wrong, tweet trang. Yes. Boom. You did it. There goes the dynamo. Oh my god! Early two thousands though. Should we save this? Like, I, I, I think early 2000s is an underappreciated era. And that's also think, it's our childhood. So we're going to romanticize it hard. And I feel like there's there's a little bit of romanticizing about it happening now because I think people are starting to realize that 2001 was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. It's fucking rude. I was at a show and some kid was talking about he's like, so I was born in 98 and everybody booed him. Oh, my God. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. Don't fucking come up here and brag about your youth. Also, let me see. Someone in midnight. I was the most dressed. That was one of my buddies that was at the um, Superhero Adventures. My buddy Alex. Yes, he was He was the most dressed. He, he had a concept that we're going to call super bad. Um, not in that was super bad, but like... The movie? If, if, if the movie Super Bad was cosplaying as a member of the house of l <laughs> and was related to clark kent somehow wow i googled niche it's that whole sentence <laughs> <laughs> it was a cool outfit um <laughs> for the black folks in the audience i told my buddy that he looked like blank man but if blank man was white and liked superman instead of being <laughs> black and liked Batman, i love that <laughs> I was the most stressed. That is the funniest sense. Hey, uh, and and I'll say you had he had the best outfit concept. I was a character, but mine was very lazily put together. But my concept was on fire, was on point. I was I was the red hood, but all I had was a red mask, this exact same Batman shirt on, and some black pants. 
And that's pretty it's pretty on point for a couple of outfits. For a casual together outfit, he was the most dressed. I had a hoodie on. I had the most clothes on. I'll say that. <laughs> like oh so God. so who really was the most dressed? I'm kidding. I'm so I've never do done that. cosplay stuff. Like for Halloween, I mean, I think the most quote nerdy thing I've ever done was dress up a storm, but I was like a little kid. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, Ed throughout my adulthood, it's been Velma, duh. Uh, not with these big old glasses on my face. <laughs> I can't see shit. Uh, I've always, I've dressed up as Wayne from Wayne's World two to three times. <laughs> I love that. Fuck. It's so fun to do. It's super easy. Just put some sideburns on me. I'm a Filipino Wayne. I think um, when I was a kid, I was Batman and Fat Albert. And then as I started going to more stuff, I was Star-Lord, Arnold from Hey Arnold. Nice. Well, uh, my man's Casey Jones from the Ninja Turtles. I've been. It's pretty dope. I'll, I'll dress up one. as like kind of I'll basically kind of dress like Nancy from the craft. I'm like, does that even count? Am I just a hot goth girl? Both of them? I mean, yeah, yeah that counts. Uh, I was oh. also Android 17 from Dragon Ball Z, which fuck. I wish I had pictures because I think of all the costumes that one I did the best job at. Mm. I wish I had pictures. I'm I've so I, uh, I've done Day of the Dead stuff um, I've, with a significant other, not Justin, because uh, Justin's not really into dressing up. He did, he did dress up as the Big Lebowski, and that was tight. Hmm. That mm. he yeah, yeah. I can, yeah it's I see a, it. You know he's a Judas priest, right? A Judas priest. I didn't know. So that. Justin um, was going to help two people get married. Um, one of them, her family's very Muslim, and then his fam- the hus- the groom's family was very Christian, uh, so they couldn't have a religious like wedding. So just they're like, Justin, will you marry us? He's like, all right. So he got ordained, and he's a ordained Judas priest, which follows the way of the dude, um, also known as the Big Lebowski. It is the whitest oh. thing I've ever had to say out loud. Uh that's fair. Like I, <laughs> it's pretty sick though. I love it. I, I've I've always wanted to get ordained. Not like, as well by the uh, by the Universal Life Church. I wouldn't mind marrying someone. <laughs> you're the you. Little do you know, when you marry somebody, you're basically the star of the show. I mean, that's, I feel like, but here's my thing. I also know how to pass the ball, which I think is good for that. Like, doing improv, it's good. Being a stand-up person that can do improv, I think doing uh, weddings is great for that. Mm. Because if you, cause usually people want to pass you the ball, and you have to pass the ball to the motherfucking bride and groom, and you have to make them look great. And but you're the one that's talking most of the time. Like they get to say the most beautiful shit. You're trying to you're trying to alley oop them. You know what I mean? I have so many things to contribute to this. Okay. One, I'm a blast at weddings. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fun. I can make any tense family situation fucking disappear. But you know why? All eyes on me. For just a second, why the groom and the bride go get handsy. I'm kidding. <laughs> so also when my best friend Derek, um, who is the best human in the world, I'll talk about him till he dies. Oh, I don't like that I said this said that. <laughs> uh, so uh, him and his wife sweating, I fucking killed that shit with that speech. I wasn't even a maid of honor, and I sure as fuck wasn't like a best man, but they knew for a fact my ass can give a speech. I'm not even actual family. They love me that much. I gave a speech. I fucking killed that shit. The groom's brother goes after me. I'm like, fucking follow me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, so they shit. All, <laughs> his whole family loves stand-up as much as him and me do. Uh-huh. So they understand like what, like the terminology. And I'm like, 
dare you to follow my fucking set. Oh my god. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> that's the only time I've been extremely that's not true. I've been very cocky. That's my favorite. But yeah, I'm gonna make that a bit. I'm fucking I'm hilarious. Someone get me my Emmy. I can't I, I'd be <laughs> so worried like to do some shit like that. Like I'm so worried for like if I ever have to give a speech at a wedding because people are just gonna want it. People are gonna assume that it's gonna be hilarious. Hear me out. Me. I kept it a little hilarious, but I kept it sweet, low pressure. They don't know what to expect. My thing is oh, tell man. a story. Tell a story. Keep it simple. A few little bits here and there. Close it out beautifully. Jeff's kiss. See, <laughs> I know what I'm doing at a wedding. Hire me for your weddings. I make things fun. See, oh man, my the my friend that actually that we were talking about earlier, he um he got married last year. Uh, he had two best men, and they both gave speeches. Oh. Or um, and people love me. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was very much his reaction when we found out. He's like, people love me. <laughs> um, and uh, so he got like a variation of different of types of speeches. Like he got a sweet speech and he got like a speech with some jokes. And I was sitting there like, man, I was like, I'm, I would have been like, man, I hope I I have to write. Do I have to write actual jokes? Like, <laughs> do, do I have to? Cause that's because that's like my like, it's, you know, you want to. I think it's okay. a lot of pressure, you know, at a wedding, you know, it's especially if, it, if it's hopefully the only one. Daryl. Yeah. Look at me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you right now. You and me both know you are very quick on the fly stuff. You are so good at writing, and also, don't you thrive under pressure? Yeah, but like weddings is, is no. different. You are so charming, bitch. It's different. Mm-mm. I don't believe you. You so great. Like I, maybe <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna sound <laughs> sad. So like at my grandparents' fiftieth wedding anniversary i had to give a speech oh my god it was like the fakest i've ever felt giving a speech <laughs> but everyone loved it that's very fair no but, for I, don't, Derek, but Derek. I don't want to fake a wedding speech versus i know that sounds horrible yeah i faked a 50th then i mean i just said some shit that i thought was true but like i didn't it was like i very much wrote it but i didn't feel it you I know what i mean like, i wasn't i didn't connect to it i i agreed with it but i didn't connect to it. i wasn't feeling it so i had to like fake this sort of like energy for all these like 60 plus aged black folks at, <laughs> at this mcl cafeteria on the south side oh my god you had me at mcl <laughs> yo mcl rose b flame anyway i um i think that's a probably a good reason my speech was so good is because i love Derek and kayla so much mm-hmm. i like those are my like those people have supported me from the like since the beginning of my comedy life and i just love them so much but i want to derail because you mentioned something about like how you're like giving the, like Marrying two people at a wedding or you're like a speech giver, mm-hmm. you're basically making it about them. Yeah. And it's about like making them look good. So mm-hmm. let me just tell you something. That's a common thing in a certain industry. I watched a documentary. It was delightful. It was a short one. Okay. What is the industry? It's porn. Okay. It's That's corn. What, I was going to write a say, I'm like, do you know, like, are you sure like what? Okay. Do so, you know what podcast this is? You can say porn. <laughs> This is not safe for work. This is for adults. I don't know if you know this. Reminder, please only 18 and over. Listening. Listening. Unless it's like a tattoo shop. That's about it. Definitely play us in the tattoo shop. That's about it. Oh, we fun. Anyhow. So. Let me see. I see. Hello. 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 So this documentary, uh, real short, and it talks about like there's a... 
I was trying to get you quieter and quieter. I was listening. I'm sorry. I promise. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So there's a so Canada does a lot of porn production. Um, obviously, LA does, and I think Las Vegas. I'm not sure about New York, but there's a lot of porn. I want to say New Zealand too, maybe. New Zealand. Yeah, like that's where a lot of like pornography, like po- like popularized mainstream porn. And so there is a, a certain production company or like I think it's they call it a porn star camp. It's specifically designed for men because a lot of men just think they have to have huge dicks and that's all they have to have. And they can get hard and take some Viagra. Not the case because they literally are teaching men just like, hey, it ain't about you. You need to make sure she is angles right. You have to make sure her that she looks good. Like, we don't give a fuck about you. And I love it. It was, so, like, a lot of mainstream porn stars have done it. Uh, James Dean, even though he appeased your shit. Um, Small Hands, Owen Gray. I know uh, Danny Mountain. Uh, I know a lot of porn star names. There's, like, ten more I can name off. But they all, like, basically, it just, like, and these are, like, just women who've just been part of the industry they're like for a big chunk of their lives and it just like basically shows dudes like how to work on your cinema mm-hmm. stamina 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 <laughs> thank you when you said how to work on your stamina i was like are you trying to say semen semen <laughs> and i was like oh my gosh i was like that's an intense camp but anyway but it shows them how to work on that it shows them how to um i think it's like like weird ways to keep the body at a good angle for the camera work I just thought that was very interesting. And they also get certifications. Wow. Canada. Out here killing it. It was a very interesting thing. Also, I, yeah. I That's crazy. It's you a boot watch, camp for porn. I never, I've never watched like anything like a boot camp like that. Um, long ago on Premium Plus Cable, there was a channel known as E, known as G4. TV, a video game channel. And sometimes in the middle of the night, in the summertime, they would play Sexpo Australia, which was Yes, like, they did. They would send their correspondence to these conventions, and then they would do these pieces. And I was like, this is... And, and they would show up on like with, with Attack of the Show people, and I was like, whoa, y'all are on the video game show. What is, what is happening? Kevin Pereira, what are you doing talking to Sasha Gray? What? Dude, Sasha Gray. One, What's colliding? Fourteen year old doesn't know what to do. Hands, hands. <laughs> <laughs> we all had HBO at one point and uh, stars and saw softcore stuff that was lame. Graduated to having a phone. Man, it's gotta be. It's it's that's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Sasha Gray is one hyper intelligent and two uh, is a DJ now. That's awesome. I love all these people that just finesse into DJ careers. Uh, uh, you know what? There's a career in that. Uh, you can do weddings and parties and release parties. And high school proms and homecomings. <laughs> bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs. Bar mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs. Quinceañeras. <laughs> Quinceañeras. I can't say it right. I would just do the homecomings and proms, honestly, as long as they were cool high schools. Um. So there's a DJ... There's a lot of people who do DJ. Paris Hilton does DJing. There's a lot of porn stars that do DJing. Hannibal Burris will DJ his own after parties, even though he has a DJ. That's so funny. <laughs> and I think that's the funniest shit. <laughs> like he he just he just hangs out and will like just play his own bits. And he t- and like multiple people have told Chris Rock that he needs to DJ his own sets. 
um, Hannibal himself has mentioned that before as well. Um, other people who are DJs is uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, Brie Larson? Yeah, she actually does. She did DJing uh, while she was working on United States of Terra. Wow. Yeah, she's very talented. I know Donald Glover used to be a DJ, and he used to DJ uh, as MC DJ. Of course he fucking did. Yeah, and I'm just <laughs> like, I remember one point on one of his albums, he credits MC DJ. I was like, motherfucker, you credit in yourself. You are yourself. You, 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 you're even more gambino and You're Gambino. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. I literally was just watching the episode of Community where they look at Jeff and like, Jeff, you're gold blooming. He's like, I, I, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. There's something about Jeff Goldblum's hands that haunts my dust. <laughs> the the world according to Jeff Goldblum's uh, hands. So we uh so we're gonna keep talking for a little bit more, but for those of you that are watching on TikTok, go ahead if you have any advice or you want to confess something, go ahead and throw it in the chat and we'll answer it here. That'd be really sick. You can also, if you don't think of anything now, and you think of something later, where can they send an email, Daryl? To spicymagicvibes at gmail.com. Send me your confession. <laughs> so yeah, once again, if you want any advice or confessions at all, go ahead and put that stuff in the chat. You can, or or you can just uh, say hello to me. Tell me I'm cute. Tell Daryl he's handsome. Look at his face. Daryl, show him your face. Hey, look at that face. We got some pretty moms and no dads. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's it's awkward seeing people hit on your mom um in oh. front of you. There have been many times growing what? up where like my mom would go to like the liquor store and I would just be in the car waiting outside and then just dudes would just be outside just hitting on my mom and then they'll come up to me in the car because they hey, just assume man. Well, not even little man. I I, I've, I've looked older as a youngin, so because I'm just a bigger person like that, and they will just come up to the window and they just assume I'm her boyfriend. Ew! And it's been like that since I've been a teenager. Like people will literally come up to the window and be like, "Oh, I thought you was oh, never mind." And I was just like, "You thought that you fucked up and was about to come up to me and be like, hey man, I'm sorry for for looking at your girl like that.'" And I'm like, "Dude." I'm about to test for my black belt next week. You might have just <laughs> fucked up. Like, like it is it real, real hot girl shit. Um, so uh, I have something to contribute to that. Lay, lay that shit down. I also, don't forget about advice or confessions, y'all. Please, so let's tell us stuff. So let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something. My mom has been like, an AA since I can remember. Mm -hmm. And she really has most of did like met people from AA. Mm -hmm. And let me tell you, there was one fucking guy with a lazy eye. He had a wife and my mom didn't give a fuck. And he get used to get handsy with my mom. And I'm, Oh, don't kiss my mom's neck in front of me. As far as I'm concerned, stop it. I know she does that. She met three of us. I don't need to know. Don't I saw my mom's her face of oh razzle dazzle. Oh no. Oh I hate it. Oh my god, my hands hurt. <laughs> uh. not, yeah, not my hands. Hurt. Dude, sometimes he would call the house and I would answer. He's like, oh hey baby girl. I'm like, oh, this is Tenna. Like, excuse you. Me and my mom sound alike on the phone. I'm like, who taught you manners? Oh, uh, I wish I was brave like that. Oh I don't uh, okay. I had to bust up like 
at this dude house that my mom was dating because he was like a piece of shit dude mm-hmm. and i'd like run up at his apartment was like at like five four not at his apartment at like their house because like his whole family was trash and my, my mom has a history of dating like trash people and trash gives good dick and i i get it i've i've come to gather that over the 27 plus some months of my life it's like the guys realize you're like hey i don't think i have a personality or a soul you know what i better step up this dick game but like one time i literally had to like go get her and i was like yelling in the neighborhood at like 5 45 in the morning like i was just like we have there's there's family shit going on get out the fucking house and then like What's funny is that everybody in that entire like house knew I could fuck them up. And so there was nothing they could do. It's cool. It's cool being a little bit of intimidating sometimes. And got that poker face. It's that po- well, no, there was no poker face at that point. I was just so I was just there was a lot of there's a lot of other shit that was going on. Um I'll I'll let Whoa. your I'll let your brain uh, go around there, but it was it was inf- like I was very much having like a Kanye rant energy sort of like dragon flame at this house. Like, get in the fucking car. Like it was it was crazy. You Kanye like, where it's just like I Kanye for good. I Kanye for good. Uh, you can't Kanye for evil. You have to Kanye for good if you got to do that. That's fair. And- <laughs> Definitely can't Kanye and start a call in Wyoming. Nah, you can't. Nah, I can't do that. This is just more. Uh, we need product. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to move product. No, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna. Um, but no, it was just it was just a crazy time. So ain't nobody gonna share us confessions, and that's okay. But I think we're at an hour mark. You wanna call it? Boo boo, ain't no confessions. Ain't no confessions, and that's okay. It's okay. It's we okay. We decided to do some live today, and you know, doing another live episode. It's been fun. I like I'll give you more of a heads ones. up next time. I swear to God. And you guys can uh, definitely drop stuff in the chat. Um, send us emails. Uh, do it again. Spicy magic vibes at gmail.com, everybody. Hey, hey, hey. Love y'all. Do you love them, Daryl? I do love them. You fucking say it. I was confused for a moment. That's why I was looking. I didn't know if you were saying like, I didn't know if you were going to say something else or you were just saying love y'all. I love y'all out there in TV land or TikTok land. How you doing? And you know what? Thanks for I following love, me. And I love you. I love you too, listeners, because I know I know y'all sometimes need this as well. Bye. <laughs> that, that's Tina taking a bite out of you. <laughs> uh, sing us out, Daryl. Like, go push that. Spicy magic vibe. Spicy magic vibe. Somebody wants to. Somebody. This is so.